Hey everybody, it is another Sunday evening. We are blessed to have Lucky Star with us this week on JustTalking.com. Lucky, how are we doing today? Doing great, actually, yeah. Excellent. It is just so nice to have you. I heard you on uh, Christy Canyon's show just before Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just uh, great to have you here. We've, we've had you booked in for some time, and you're one of those unusual adult uh, stars that when you say you're going to be somewhere, you're going to be there. Yeah, that never happens, and on time, and sober, so. Sober, (laughs) so anyway, but uh, anyway, we just want to uh, uh, welcome you to our show. Next week, we're going to be having uh, Kat Cleavage is going to be our guest, and so we can't wait for uh, Kat to be here either, so anyway, Lucky, you can be found on uh, both Twitter and OnlyFans. Why don't you give us our Twitter and OnlyFans address? They are both at Club Lucky Star. So the Twitter is kind of linked to my OnlyFans. So if you go to OnlyFans.com slash at Club Lucky Star or Twitter, either way, there's no way you can not find me. There's like a million different ways to find me. Excellent. Now we met, um, and I really don't, I, I may have waved at you, may have said hi. We didn't have a picture together because you were busy and I was busy. Uh, we met at the Jim South event. Mm-hmm. And how, what was your, I know you had an original uh, Jim South, his business teacher on. What was, uh-huh. what, now, what year did you start with him or what year did you start? 2009. That was when I first started in the industry. Uh, and he was, he was quite a guy, wasn't he? He really was. So you know why? Because um, there's so many guys. Oh, I, I sent my pictures to two agents and uh, the other one didn't give me the time of day, but Jim like called me like smack right away. And he's always been very nice to me and the fact that he gave me a chance. And because that's how someone makes or doesn't make it is if one of that, the, one of the agents gives them a chance and he gave me a chance. Nice. Nice. I did see this week that uh, Larry Flint passed away. Now, did you ever do any work with Larry at all? Not personally. I have worked for Hustler many times, but I've never worked for him. Uh, closest I got was when he came to the Expos Awards, I want to say in 2014. And he gave a speech and bless his heart, man. Nobody could understand what he's saying because he had that very, you know, mm-hmm. his voice, basically. Right. Um, yeah, nobody could understand it. But that was me seeing him on stage was the closest I ever got. And that was it. Well, they're going to have a, a memorial service <clears throat> at the Hustler Club in Las Vegas. Um, it's limit uh, four per group, and it's uh, $50 per person. So anyway, wow. uh, whenever that transpires, we'll let everybody know, and they can get their $50 together in a group of four, and they can head on out and have a uh, have their memorial service. And mm-hmm. we need to start out with um, Glenn, because Glenn is with us, and Glenn is from Winnipeg, Canada. How are we doing today, Glenn? I hit unmute for you. Oh, can't quite hear you yet. Unmute. Can you hear me now? You bet. (laughs) It's my first time, so, uh, you know, I'm a virgin to this. And I want to give you first shot at Lucky. Well, you know, uh, I I joined your group, and I'm not a reg. This is my first time. I never come on, but uh, I had to come in because um, I'm a huge fan of Lucky Star. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I love your uh, card. I believe it says, I like to make the sexy time with you. I had that custom made from Etsy because I thought, I think Borat's funny. I just saw that on your, uh, I joined your uh, Twitter (laughs) as we speak. Cool. So uh, my question, I had to come up with questions. And uh, Mm -hmm. again, I'm new to this, but so here's my first question. Uh, Among all of the adult stars, 
some of them have uh, what I would say uh, go-to type scenes. You're sort of a anything goes girl. Um, and, and one question yeah. I've always wanted to ask you is nowadays it seems like all of the adult stars are shaven and you on a lot of your scenes aren't is, is, is was that a planned thing is that a no that wasn't thing? a plan at all and here's why when it started becoming like a, a trend um people just like do you have a bush i'm like no they're like can you get one yeah sure uh how long would i need to grow it out and they'd be like uh two two months and i would wait two months and then hit up everyone saying hey Bush is back, and then they call me up, they'd shoot me, and then so basically whatever job came along saying this is what we need, I would do it. Whoever got to me first, money talks, bullshit walks, I hate to say it, so yeah, but I always try to fill in as many scenes as possible, or I would just happen to be doing a scene if they don't have a preference, I would just leave it however it was, and at the, if it was a Bush at the time, then that's how it is. And you use that term Bush a lot in your scenes, mm-hmm. I, I, so sexy, and I, uh, I love you. Thanks. All right, Glenn, we'll catch you. We'll catch you on the next question coming back around. Uh, Eric Monty is a 16-year veteran of the adult uh, entertainment industry. Back in the day, uh, not currently, of course, but back in the day. Um, Eric, how are we doing today? I'm okay. I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, Lucky? Hi. Doing well. Being a little bit, a little bit of a fan of astrology. So, what is your lucky star? Aries or Taurus? What are you? What's my sign? Yes. I'm a Scorpio, and apparently I have a Capricorn rising. Okay. Which means I'm, I'm a bit of a workaholic. Okay, yeah. When did you start in the business? What year did you begin? Uh, it was March 2009 with my agent, who was Jim South. Um, okay. It wasn't my last agent. He was definitely my first agent, but he's also one of those people that kept me on his website throughout my career. So if not, my main agent got me to work, he always got me a little side gig, kind of, you know, wink, wink, hush, hush, let's not tell yeah. anybody. But he never crapped out on me. He never said, oh, we're not getting her work, so let's drop her, which a lot of the agents nowadays do, and which, unfortunately, which my last few agents did. And it's kind of disappointing. That's what I liked about Jim South. He was, it was unconditional love. Like, he, he loved you regardless. Yeah, and I, that's I what I liked about him. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Did you have a lot of uh, where you knew, did you, something you knew you wanted to do right away? No, um, honestly, it wasn't something I wanted to do because the thing is, I tell people, people don't go into porn. You wind up in porn. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like yeah. Denny's. Nobody goes to Denny's. You wind yeah. up at Denny's. So <laughs> I originally moved to Los Angeles to um, be an actress. <laughs> and um, then I was doing a bunch of survival jobs on the side by this one main job. And then I went to work once and then I was fired. And I was kind of a... Um, <sighs> Went through depression for a while. I didn't know what to do. And then it was like this light bulb went on above my head about um, maybe I was watching porn. I don't know. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm already in the town for it. So it's not like I don't enjoy it. It's been like a long time secret fantasy of mine ever since I was a kid. And I do mean kid. I just never thought I'd have the guts to actually go through with it. But I was a huge fan of the industry. And when I started meeting everyone and they were all my idols and all of a sudden I'm like oh my god there's so oh my god oh my god and now they're like my buddies my friends and stuff like that it's a little bit surreal well, aside, uh, yeah, aside, that's how I started hmm? aside from me what other men that were you right <laughs> wait I'm sorry what <laughs> what other men John Leslie or John Leslie what guys did you like a lot what men did you like oh, so you did I work uh, with no did you like as far as idols that you looked at oh idols okay um I remember seeing uh why am I drawing a blank oh my gosh 
John Leslie, Tom Byron. No, no, actually, this was uh, after them. Uh, Chris, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't remember his name, Chris, because um, he always just goes by his civilian name now. Okay. Um, Chris Cannon, sorry. I saw Chris Cannon at a, at a party, and then I, what else? Oh, Mika Tan was a huge, I was a huge fan of her, hers before I met her. Um, so when I met her, I was like, are you Mika Tan? I'm your biggest fan in the whole world. So it was usually a lot of the Asian performers with the guy performers. Um, hmm, I, I, not, I wouldn't say that, that I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so-and-so. I mean, probably Ron, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's in a bit of a pickle right now. So, yeah. Well, nice meeting you, and I wish you Nice meeting you. Thank you. Right, thanks a lot. You bet. Hey, let's go over to Charles from San Francisco and check in with Charles. Charles has been to every one of our Zoom sessions. We started this back in April of, of 2020. So he has been to every one of these. Every week we've had one, he's been here. Charles, how are we doing? We are doing well. The weather's not too bad. You know, no snow. It's one of the things I like about San Francisco. I think in my whole lifetime, I've seen snow in the city once. And I was like 11 years old. Anyway, Odessa, I have a question for uh, Lucky. Mm -hmm. The picture that we used that used on the advertisement thing for, you know, our Facebook group, it's you in the bikini with the high heel shoe. Mm -hmm. Can I, where would I get a copy of that picture? Was I'm it like, the one where, where I'm wearing kind of like a fuchsia, fuchsia? Uh, and I'm kind of like leaned over like, like, like this with my, with my feet up? Yes. Oh, that's um okay. That was a hustler photo, and I do have an eight by ten here. Uh, okay. I guess I'll get give your information to Patrick, and Patrick, then we'll um, take it from there. It. Okay. I have a and ton of stuff here. That wait, wait. I I wish I could show you. I have Lucky Star masks, and I I like oh, okay. I was I meant to just like give them out, but uh, yeah, they're in my uh, table right now. But yeah, I have Lucky Star. I, I love the picture. Sorry? I love that picture. It's so adorably cute. Thank you. Thank you. I felt good that day because my hair and makeup was good. And then when I was taking the photos, I was just like, these are gonna be good photos. I've been using them for everything. So, but I, yeah, I would love to get one. I can make a donation to a charity. I can send you the money. Whatever you want me to do is fine. Yeah, I guess just all the information of Patrick and he'll, he'll just take it from there. Okay. Yeah, all right. thank you though. Appreciate it. So I'm trying to think if I have any other kind of questions to ask you. What was your as kind long of as you're not, you know you know the questions that guys ask that I'm like, do you like big dicks? And I'm like, no, that, that I don't. I definitely don't ask those type of questions. A lot of guys uh, do, and I'm just like, I don't care. I don't, our, our it's really weird. Our group really isn't like that. Oh, uh, good. We, Thank God. We're, we're more into collecting autographs and that kind of thing. Yeah, good. we're an autograph group, so good. we're not a big dick group. Good. Yeah. Can you rate my penis? The, 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 one, the guys who are big dicks get eliminated from the group really quickly. Yeah, good. Patrick's very Yeah. Um, this, is, this is the photo that uh, Charles is talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, okay, that was, um, I have that here too. <laughs> okay. Uh, same one, same one. That was one, it was so funny. I was, uh, um, there was a photographer that I met on uh, um, Model Mayhem. And he had a uh, studio in a shopping mall. We're talking like 
like he had like a, a portrait studio kind of like picture people so he was like shooting puppies and kitties in the front row and then shooting naughty stuff in the back uh, he didn't stay at that studio long but i'm just like this is my mall this is yeah. like the mall i go to on a regular basis and and uh his work was was really good but then after a while he was like oh could you like like touch yourself could you put a finger in yourself and i'm like oh no dude no unless, unless you're paying me for that but this is like a right. Uh, what's called a TFP shoot, which means it's just like I'm giving my time. You can use me for your portfolio in exchange for photographs. Anything more would, you know, be more. You know, yeah. that's just how it works. Yeah. What well, can I ask? I was. I'm, mm-hmm. Where were you from originally that you moved to LA? I wanted to kind of ask that question. Well, I was born in New York City, but I moved to the Chicago suburbs before I was a year old. So okay. I basically consider myself a Chicagoan. And then okay. when I had um, dreams in my eyes of becoming a Hollywood star, it still might happen someday, who knows. Right. Uh, I moved to Los Angeles, and that was in 2005. And I didn't get into the industry until 2009, when I couldn't okay. hold a job here to save my life. I tried everything, okay. everything, everything, everything. I've tried everything. Yeah. And I guess I'll go with a follow-up question. Cubs mm-hmm. or White Sox? Uh, I'm sorry, Cubs. Oh, my God, I almost said the other one. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing. That will differentiate you if, in, as a Chicagoan. There's like a, this line of division at State and Madison. Anything north, yeah. you're a Cubs fan. Anything south, you're a Sox fan. So and it's, it's kind of like the kind of rivals. I, yeah, I like Chicago. I've, I've had good times in Chicago. It, so. Everyone does. It's just so. like zero degrees there right now, literally. I'm not, that's not an exaggeration. It is zero degrees there right I'm now. Curious. Sorry? I said, I'm sure you're not missing that. Oh, I'm not. Not at all. Compared to L.A., yeah. Not, not at all. I love, love the weather here. It, Chicago's more fun, but L.A. is, I don't know, more, I guess, suits my needs, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hi, thanks so much for joining the group. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Charles. Um, now, now, speaking of Hollywood, now, you were in the movie um, – love emergency a while back yeah mm-hmm. they have edited it down and they're putting yeah. that on showtime yeah so now you're a star you're on showtime <laughs> <laughs> oh but my friend actually my really good friend will Ryder, directed it and yeah, um, yeah. it was so funny i was talking about that uh, t- uh yesterday and then all, all of a sudden i was walking around my scrubs and i'm like hey guys do i look like a nurse and they said yeah i said you know why right and he said why i said because i'm filipino <laughs> I have. um but another reason why is that I love Will to death, but they sometimes they're a little offended at some of the gay jokes they made, so they had to cut all that stuff out. <laughs> so then they kept slicing it down and chopping it down. So, yeah, I, I heard that I was going to Showtime, but I heard it's, it's just whittled down to that much. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, if, if I can get this stack of crap um, unbundled here, I will... Um show you a project I'm working on. But oh, okay. okay. Uh, but I will let David ask the next question. David, go ahead and, and uh, ask Lucky a question. Mm-hmm. All right, Lucky, thanks for being here with us today. Thank today. you. Thank you. Um, well, I think Eric asked, like, um, male performers, like, who are, like, some of your top performers that you wanted to be more in scenes with? Oh, gosh. Um, female-wise as well. Female. Okay. Um Male, probably Xander Corvus. He's untouchable. Like, his star went, like, that high. And now it's like he's untouchable now. But he was he was enjoyable to work with. But he's the one I won my award with. Uh, we won a scene for best scene in a couple's, couples-themed feature. 
And uh, girls, oh my gosh, you know what? I really enjoyed working with Dana Vespoli. Um, we did one movie together called Strap on Desires where she played my lesbian lover. And it was like one of the scenes when, when you do a scene with someone and it's so enjoyable. Like, I just take my card afterwards and I'm like, I love you, call me, call me. I love you, call me. And then you're hoping that they call you and they don't. And Dana was probably the only girl I've done that with. And uh, she didn't call me. So <laughs> she's a pretty big director, too. I was kind of used to, hoping she'd use me in some more of her movies. But, yeah, she's, she's about my age, definitely an Asian MILF. So but <laughs> doing the scene with her, I was uh, she made me her bitch. And it was uh, it was quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, that's it for right now. <laughs> All right, thanks, David. Appreciate it. This is the uh, <clears throat> this is the project I'm working on because I got a uh, one of these. Yay! So I had Eden Blair sign it because she did some makeup. Yeah, she did. And, uh, yeah. Your buddy Rusty Nails was in it, so I got him uh -huh. to sign it. He came to Iowa a couple months ago, so yeah, cool. I remember he told me that because he tried to get me to cat sit for him. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought, uh, uh, and then um, Corlin. Uh, Jewel is coming to Iowa, shooting for the same company as Rusty did. So I'm glad to see a few more come to Iowa and, and brave the That's, cold and get started. Yeah, yeah. well, Rusty really enjoyed his time out there. because He um, did. He said if he had a few more shoots, he'd probably move here. And I said, excellent. He'd live in our it, time. It, would it sustain him for years to come? Because sometimes if, if there is, then yes. But if it's just going to be like a one-hit wonder, he should probably visit. I, I, I think he should probably visit too, but it'd be nice yeah. to have him here and because yeah. he wants to open up the rent for a boxing rent for a boxing studio would be cheaper here than in LA. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So yeah. anyway. Hey Zach is with us. Hey, how you doing, Zach? Zach? Zach. Hey, uh, can you hear uh, me? Uh, yeah. yeah. My audio is bad. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. Uh, really. Okay. I actually say me after on feedback. Uh, I guess a couple of uh, I don't know if you can hear me. What's in it? It's, it's breaking up a little bit, but you know what? Have you tried the chat? Like like once again, like that. I don't know if you guys saw me say that to everyone. Because sometimes if I can't hear you, then then you could just oh yeah, you can do the people. chat and everyone, or yeah. or get to closer where your wi-fi is at or something because it's always cutting out and it's, it's just a connection issue but yeah anyway, go ahead you want to oh no yeah can you type it or stand outside or close to a window or something if you got a cell phone <laughs> what's one thing that when the quarantine hit, I'll, like, I'll can... oh wait that that was better uh, we'll last him again <laughs> i see his mouth moving but i don't hear anything Huh. Yeah. Just type it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll one thing I really that. realized when when this whole COVID thing happened was I invested, I got rid of crappy internet and I got good internet and it made such a difference. Right. And and you got to restart your device before you get on just mm -hmm. to make sure it's fresh and okay. restart the router and all. Hello, Lucky. Hello. Bunch of stuff. So hey, Aaron's with us. Aaron, how are we doing today? Uh, just trying to survive like everybody else, Patrick. Hello to everybody that's on here everybody that i know and uh lucky it's a pleasure to have you on our zoom session tonight definitely thank appreciate you, you uh coming on board and giving up some of your time thank you um i've got 
a couple of questions. Um, so I'll, I'll um, start with my first one. Um, I know that you worked with Trinity St. Clair, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know what that was like to work with her. Uh, that's one of the uh, loops that I have seen you in. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to know uh, what what that was like. That that would be my first question. All right. Uh, I, I love Trinity, but I remember meeting her when uh, at Porn Star Caribbean, and she and I became really good buddies. And um, then her start just started to take off. Like she really just went out there. And then um, she she was fun to work with. Uh, I was just so surprised that I was supposed to play her mom. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay whatever and i'm like okay well, i'll be whatever the heck they pay me to be if you want me to be her mom sure i'll be her mom um yeah she was she was fun um she lives in in new york now uh gosh i i don't know if she's still shooting i um i know she's definitely doing like the only fans uh just shoots out there um it's a very limited shooting there in new york i think i want to say it's more fetish than ever, anything um, but yeah, I mean, she comes back every once in a while. I see her at uh, some of the events, but yeah, she was, she was fun to work with. Yeah. Very I cool. How to suck very, huh? I said, very cool. Thank you very much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my second question that I have mm-hmm. is, do you have any aspirations to become one of the elite members of the AVN Hall of Fame? Oh gosh. A- AVN, I mean, first of all, your minimum is 10 years. And if they suddenly come up to me saying, hey, you've been nominated for the Hall of Fame, then I'm like, okay, cool, let's let's do it. Um, yeah, and I've sort of just went past that point. I, I'm probably at the 11-year mark now. I, I know Rusty definitely wants to be nominated for the Avian Hall of Fame, but th- I'd like that. That would be really nice and quite an honor to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, so, yeah, because, I mean, I noticed that you just met the – the uh, the ten year requirement when I was looking you up and doing some research on you on the um, the uh, IAFD you know the mm-hmm. adult the Internet Adult Film Database mm-hmm. and um, being able to look that up and I, I noticed that you know at least I feel that you should actually be in there because you are you know one of the few you know stars of your you know nationality there that's got the type of stardom and ranking and popularity that you have and i think that that would show more diversity into the hall of fame by actually you know having you join in there with a few of the elites that are that are that are definitely a part of your culture so I, i would like to see that happen for you i really would like i said i can't say that i've seen all of your work but i have seen a number of your work and i can tell you right now none of it in my opinion has ever been disappointing um i, I do admit i do like the um the step fetish videos that you've done but um i, I really do hope that you land into the av and hall of fame because i feel like you really deserve it thank you thank you much appreciated i do appreciate that yeah and again thank you very much for coming on we uh uh, you know, again, I appreciate uh, being able to uh, actually have this time to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, Aaron. A uh, couple things. I was supposed to ask you mm-hmm. from Jocelyn Stone to mm-hmm. sing for us. Oh, my gosh. I haven't sung in a long time. You know why? Because all the karaoke bars have been closed for a long time. So if you don't use it, you lose it. 
So if I open my mouth right now, I have no idea what, what will come out. But let me wet my whistle for a second. You wet your whistle because I think Jocelyn's going to watch this and she's going to say, what's up? All right, because there's never a time when people didn't know me singing and all karaoke bars have been shut down for a while. But this being Valentine's Day, I'll just do a little, <clears throat> I have no idea what's going to come up. My funny Valentine, sweet comic Valentine, you make me smile with my heart. Your looks are laughable, unphotographable, yet you're my favorite work of art. Oh, gosh. Ah. Mm, I sound like Elaine Stritch there for a second. <laughs> well, fantastic. Now, now we can make uh, Jocelyn happy. I sang with, with uh, Jocelyn and uh, um, her friend there in, in Vegas for the, the karaoke they had there one night. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that one. That was actually a lot of fun. So yeah. Zach, did, uh, Zach did write a question here. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, okay, let me get it. Uh, My question was, why are there some, so many Filipinos and adult, she mentioned Mika Tan and Dana Vespoli, or other Asian performers she was influenced by or wanted to work with? Oh, gosh, influenced. Uh, I loved Sabrine Maui. I just thought she was so pretty, just like a classic Philippine beauty, but she was already retired when I started. Um, I thought Mia Smiles was really cute. Um <laughs> But mostly, like, oh, uh, Charmaine Star. And then when I met her, I, she had no idea. Like, I was trying to hold it together. But really, I was like, Charmaine Star's here. And we were doing this one. Uh, I don't think it ever even aired. It was supposed to be for Showtime called Stripper Stories. And we were supposed to, you know, just act like strippers. And she had to get out of there. So I let her take my place. And I said, I'll stay later if you want. And she was so grateful for that. But, yeah, usually a lot of the Asian female performers, and I just watch them because before I even thought about going into porn, I used to watch it all the time. And my favorite was Asian porn and uh, the Asian American, I should say. Uh, and so I had my favorites and I watched it all the time. I know this sounds bad, but back in Chicago, I would have like porn DVDs just thrown everywhere. I wasn't like a perv. I would just watch a different scene every night, you know, masturbate, go to sleep. And that was it. And wake up. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah oh hell sounds like my house yeah yeah <laughs> so. it's a little different now because it's just kind of like like the, that fourth wall is gone you know what i mean it's just kind of like i'll see girl do a girl scene and i'm like she doesn't like girls and suddenly that fantasy has gone or vice versa sometimes she'll be a lesbian she'll be working with a guy and i'm like she doesn't like guys boom that fantasy is gone so and i'll sometimes be like watching it and be like oh she doesn't like him they hate each other they fucking hate each other and then i'll be like okay i know too much now i have to watch i don't know european stuff or anime we had uh amber snow on a few weeks ago as well yeah. she did yeah. a good job and she's yeah. just teeny tiny she's like four foot eleven she's 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 a little thing yeah and I've tried to get Annie Cruz on several times. She just won't reply. And anyway, it's tough to get, you know, people to reply. I told and you. James, because James is on. Oh, James just left. Okay, well, James is gone. So okay. anyway, um, I've got um, 
some people who aren't showing up, Graham and Raphael and Matt. Mm -hmm. And um, if they want to ask a question, they're going to have to type it in because they don't have their audio on. So ah. uh, that's the story on that. So Because now uh, I want to roll because now I want to sing you something else. All right. Uh, oh, gosh. Where did this come from? these i like literally have two in the trunk of my car if i ever just like feel like breaking the song so wow. very nice yeah. very nice yeah. um let's talk a little bit about a problem you had a while back and this was at an airbnb i know mm -hmm. you talked about this on christy cannon mm -hmm. show and mm -hmm. i don't know if we ever found you a lawyer there and i i know there's a lot of armchair lawyers in here um, anyway let's, let's talk about that uh, from what i hear especially from uh, people that are legal experts and i hate to say this uh, I could do bitch and moan all I want. Airbnb isn't liable of shit um, because from a discrimination policy, you have to, it has to be on the grounds of like race, religion, uh, sex, sexual orientation, um, anything like that. Uh, not job uh, profession. Uh, so they can do it and there's nothing I could do about it. And so I asked many people who do know a thing or two about legal profession or whatever um they could do that because and the sad thing is i don't know if you saw this um there's a special recently it was on hulu it was all about only fans and one of the first guys they showed on there was like a good looking buff guy technically you know he said he was straight but he does obviously for a lot of gay fans and stuff like that and the first thing he was doing was going into an airbnb to shoot some stuff and so there must have been somewhere down the line that that people are shooting in Airbnbs and people getting mad about it because that's my house on, on OnlyFans or something. I don't know. But the thing is, that wasn't my intention when I was trying to book this Airbnb. It was just supposed to be for a vacation because I like sometimes having my own little apartment. And um, it, it worked out for the best. I wound up finding a way better hotel in a way better location, a way better price. But it's really more the principal idea. It's just kind of like I can't even rent an Airbnb because the thing is, this is what I feel about the industry. It's not being in the industry that pisses me off. It's a, the way about how people on the outside treat people in the industry. And that's what is, has been driving me a little crazy lately because we experience a lot of discrimination. Sometimes we can't get a job. We can't rent an Airbnb. Sometimes mm -hmm. if a guy knows who you are, he can never just talk to you like a regular person. They're just like, yeah, do you like it like this? Do you want? And I'm just kind of like, can you talk to me like a normal person? And they can't. And, and that's what the only thing I, I'm not liking about being in the industry because first in the beginning it seems all fun and glamorous and everyone's having fun, but then later on you start seeing how people treat you. Mm. And that's what's been getting to me lately. And Airbnb is definitely one of those. I guess that, that's, that's kind of what our room or our group of people's pride themselves on is we treat the star. We ask you, of course, the questions about the industry, but mm -hmm. not the personal, personal garbage that other people ask. So anyway, we, we keep yeah. it all pretty good. good. Anyway, let's, um, we have Jason on. Let's see if Jason can uh, unmute himself. We'll see if Jason's got a question. We have Jonathan that just joined in. I don't see either one of them on yet. 
um, but you're, you're, when we, when I edit this video, I'm going to edit and also make a copy of you singing and I'll, uh, I'll get it to you so you can have a copy of that. <laughs> not my best, not my best. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, are you there? I see something. I see the light. I, I see a light. bright light. I'm walking to the light. <laughs> so anyway, hey, let's go back up to Glenn. Glenn will let you shoot at his house for 10 bucks so they'd ever open up Canada. <laughs> hey, I was messaging on the side. I told Lucky, uh, what a way to spend Valentine's Day. It's only minus 36 here today. <laughs> So, got to go somewhere warm. Got to think warm thoughts. Well, and as well, uh, like some of the things I talked, I was on an hour before. I was the first one here today. Oh, on. <clears throat> I was excited. So, um, I mentioned that uh, uh, in two days' time, my my better half's from San Francisco, mm -hmm. and we travel back and forth a lot, almost monthly. But because of COVID, she's not allowed in Canada. So it'll be our anniversary is Tuesday. We haven't seen each other in a year. So it's kind of, kind of depressing. Uh, I have another question about the industry, and that is you're really not uh, typecast in your scenes at all. Uh, um, you oh, do, you mean as in? You do, like, group scenes and girl-girl and, mm -hmm. and almost playing the MILF like a, uh, like a, as the mother figure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love those, by the way. But do you have, uh, when you get a call, you get excited by a certain preference toward what type of scene will be shot? Um, sometimes, yes. Because um, I will say, ruin that fourth wall again. There are some certain things I really enjoy doing on camera and some things I don't. And I'd be like, oh, jeez, what am I going to do this today? Um, <laughs> depending on the scene, depending on what it is. But usually boy-girl scenes are my favorite. Girl-girl scenes are a close second. But then I've done a lot of other scenes. Okay, you have to do an anal scene, and it's John-John. Uh, and then I'd be like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Okay, let me start stretching it out now. And it's it's not pleasurable. It's actually very painful. It's very, yeah. But yeah, so I have scenes I prefer more than others. Um, I've done really extreme stuff that I don't prefer, but I do it because I want to see if I can do it. Does that make sense? Sometimes it's like, ooh, challenge. Let's see if yeah. I can get through this. But yeah, there are some, some scenes I like more than others. I've seen uh, several... I've yeah. seen several that are like that, kind of extreme, and being a big fan of yours, yeah. it just doesn't really... Uh, I know, I have to go across the board. The sad thing is, there's <clears throat> very few, there was very, very few things I would not do um, in the beginning, but but now it's, it's I'm, I'm narrowing it down so it's to, I can't, I can't do that again. Like, probably the one scene you're thinking of where it's very extreme, I just wanted to see if I could do it, like, if I was capable of doing it, and I can, but would I do it again? No. Yeah, I saw one scene. It was, I think, there was slapping in it. Mm -hmm. I think at least three guys. And it was very, I know. I almost sounded offensive toward the woman. And uh, well, that's the thing. It's, it's it's still all an act. It's still like once they yell "cut," they stop, and that's what people are not getting. Like they act like they're at, like in the moment and they're beating the shit out of me. But the second they say "cut," let's give her a break. They stop. They drop everything. If if there's a problem. Um, they stop. If, if you can't go on with the scene, they'll stop. But everything on the scene is they can't hold back because it would, like, be uh, compromising what it is that they're doing. But they try to make it very clear to me, this is what we're going to do to make me sign off and everything. And they're just like, is this okay? And you're like, yes. And you 
initial it and is this okay yes and the second they yell action they're like go poof and i'm like (laughs) literally and um i don't know how i did it but i did it but i can't believe i did it well a lot of times you seem like you are like today on this uh chat you you seem very uh wholesome and uh so so fun and carefree Mm -hmm. and that's what i really like about you and you're like you're like my girl next door so, and I mentioned, uh, I really want to write to you. So uh, maybe you'll pass that along to Patrick. And uh, I'm really, really happy that you joined in today. Especially well, if you I, I have a problem day. giving out. If you like want to write me an email, I give my emails like <clears throat> everywhere, like across the board. The only thing I just don't give out is my phone number anymore. And that's because, oh, some people have abused that privilege by calling me at, or texting me at 3 a.m. saying you up question mark. And I'm like, I do a little something called sleep, so no, I'm not up, but, you know. Or sometimes they'll we'll get a hold of my number and then block the number, and they'll say a no caller ID, and I will not. If I don't recognize a number, I don't answer it. So. Well, it's great for uh, individual uh, people like myself. You're my, you're my, uh, you're the girl I love. So uh, oh, to, get a, to get a chance to uh, come on, I'm, I'm thankful Patrick arranged this and that you took time today to uh, join us. Thank you. You're welcome. We uh, we do this every Sunday night about the same time. And uh, next week is Kat Cleavage. And now uh, we're looking forward to talking to Kat. Uh, she was on last week just to kind of chime in. And then she had to leave. We had uh, Kiki Dare on last week. And that was fun to talk to Kiki and, and uh, catch up with her. And, and so Kat will be on next week. I think uh, uh, Mickey Lynn was out of town, but she was going to see if she couldn't just pop in just for a second or two tonight, too, to say hi she likes to kind of just pop in hi and then bye and then that's all we see from mickey so not like 90 percent of the time we're all friends mm-hmm. and you try to keep it that way it doesn't always happen that way but 90 percent of the time we're all friends everybody knows everybody here was uh the, here was the classic picture we found uh from the uh, jim south event that was that was oh, probably God. the best picture. <laughs> that was the best picture of the day i remember that that was a really really fun day it was. And I never, you were sitting at a different table with, with Rusty and a couple other people and it just, it just got busy. I never got a picture with you. And then the next thing you know, everybody was leaving and that was that. So still, it was like surreal. It's like, it's like, can any more legends be in this room? Like yeah. any more? Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. it was like a, what a, um, what's that painting with the people like a, Edward Hopper painting as I felt like. <laughs> it, was a, it was a who's who. I mean, uh, I'm, I just got one eye in right behind Christy's head. That's me there. So. Well, I have one eye, too, and I'm fully in the picture. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And the thing is, it's still not healed. It's still not 100% healed, but that was four days after my surgery, but I knew this was going on, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to look awful. I'm like, okay, let me put a patch on it, because what was underneath was worse. It was, like, all black and blue. It didn't look. It didn't feel bad. It just looked bad. Uh-huh. But I have something called a blepharospasm on the left side of my face, and it's still not 100% healed. So I, um, they took some muscle out. And that's what that was. But now I have to see yet another specialist in the beginning of March because it's still going nuts. And, and my old doctor doesn't want to give me any more Botox because he says it's, it's defeating the purpose. And I'm like, my face is going crazy. Not right now. So this is this right now. You got me a good time. But sometimes I'll be like, like making weird faces or tensing up my face or, or, or like just always touching my face to try to calm it down. Sure, but sure. yeah, that was that was right after my surgery. Sure, you bet. Hey, let's go back to Charles and see if Charles has a follow-up question for you. 
Um, I'm trying to think if I do or not. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, where do you? I'll, I'll throw this one out there. Huh? Where do you? Where do you see your career going? You know, beyond. I mean, I assume you like what you do and you want to keep doing this. How long do you see yourself doing? Well, here's the deal. I, and I kind of said this very, very recently on my blog. Um, I kind of announced a semi-retirement, and um, it's not a 100% retirement. Let's just say that the adult industry isn't what it used to be. Like everything we're talking about, all the legends and Jim South and all that stuff, that was when the industry was just so, so different. There was movies or DVDs to make, even websites to be shot and all this other stuff. It seems like the industry has dwindled significantly. And now it's like anyone with a cell phone and a laptop can be a porn star. And it's, it's sort of cheapened our industry and it's not beautiful movies like it used to be. So right. I will still keep doing my own affairs. I'll keep shooting for my sites because that's my primary source of income. Um, but what's missing now is the artistic aspect of what porns used to be, how it used to be feature films, it used to be acting, it used to be like us on a set all day long, just goofing off, like Love Emergency. That was like one of the last features I worked on. And I'm even asking Will Ryder, I'm like, what the fuck's next? I would have heard from him if there was something coming up. And he's gearing more towards mainstream. And to be honest, so am I. And that was what I came out here to do in the first place. And it's also one of the things where I'm reaching an age in my life where I'm just kind of like, if I were to die tomorrow, knock on laptop, would I have done everything I want to do? And to be honest, I feel I'm getting to the point where I feel like I've got everything out of the adult industry that I can. So, but what I do, I want to act. And that's almost not happening in scenes anymore, as right. far as I know. Um, and that's what I want to do. So I, I'm just kind of like, okay, uh, so it's really weird. A lot of porn stars get into the industry for the sex. I get in for the acting. I know that's really weird. But no, actually, the, a lot of the early ones from like the 70s, mm-hmm. up to the 80s, got into it because they were actors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love those type of movies. Yeah. I love the Will Ryder parodies because I think they're so... One, they're so funny, and two, it's like you know. But you could tell that there's a script, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. following the script. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love those movies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that Love Emergency movie too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun to work on. But that was like the last big thing I worked on with him, and he, I was like his right hand for a good chunk of time. Like, like mm-hmm. I call him all the time. I drunk FaceTimed him in Hawaii a couple weeks ago. He's, he, he's my buddy, but he also keeps saying that he's done with the adult industry. But now that I feel like it's dwindling and it's not being actual feature movies anymore, maybe one or two here and there, but not like it used to be. I actually have a really funny Will Rogers story from like years ago. Years ago, I worked in I banking. Okay. Tell me. I worked in banking and, we had restricted one of his accounts to verify the activity and he mm-hmm. called in and I got him. And I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice. I've heard it. And I was like, and finally it was like, it clicked. I'm like, Oh, he's the guy that does. But it was like his, it wasn't his Will Ryder name. It was his other name, which I can't remember what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, so he verified the information and that was it. And I was like, you know, and I sat there kind of giggling to myself because I was like, I knew who it was, yeah. you know, the thing is, on some of his movies, he does put his real name. He'll be, like, written or directed by Will Ryder, but he'll be, like, uh, produced by, and he'll he'll give his real name. And I'm like, and I was getting confused because one time I did just 
behind the scenes work on on uh, the sitcom he was working on, just completely and totally mainstream. So he has his real name, his porn name, and his mainstream name. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to call you from one day to the next. What do you want me to call you today? <laughs> I said but the same it, thing to him it because was, it was a trip, kind of like you know. And I couldn't say on the phone, oh, I, I, you know, like your movies or something, you know. No, he would have loved it. it. He would it have just, just loved it, yeah. I was like, but I'm sure I probably, I was probably the only one there who knew, you know, it's like the voice, and you know, just connected it, and I was like, damn, you know. Was he nice to you? Was he nice? Or he was, was he very nice? nice. He was okay. very, and very understanding, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to book these airline tickets, and I'm like, okay, I need to verify some information. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, but he was very nice and polite, and, you know, and some people are not, but he yeah. really, very nice. Yeah. And then I remember years and years ago, he had a, God, what was it? It was like a reality show, I think. Reality show? Was, yeah. was it an actual reality show or was it like a porn pretending to be a reality show? No, no, no. I thought it was like a reality show about like, you know, him and lived in a big mansion and, you know, it was, it was years ago. Hmm. Hmm. So... But uh, I will pick up Love Emergency because I definitely, you know, I, I love those movies and they're so much fun. And you could yeah. tell, like, the people in them are like, they're having fun, too. And, yeah, that, and that's the thing. It's not like mainstream. Right? Mainstream is so overblown and unnecessary. With movies like that, I mean, it's still like a big production for a porn, but it's still like a bunch of people. We're all friends. And it's weird how, like, the people that do the camera or or all the behind-the-scenes stuff, they're also performers as well. So they know right. that they have to get naked and jump in a scene, which I've done. Get naked and jump in a scene and just be a stand-in. They have to do that. And then it's like we all wear many hats. It seems like uh, Eden Blair. Like, she's a performer, yeah. but she was also the makeup artist. And the more hats you wear, the more things you could do, the more you're sort of, like, in in the mix of, of those yeah. people uh, that do features. But I have not heard from anyone from a long time. Like, I was Stormy Daniels' girl for a long time. Like, she knew oh, she really? could find me. She knew she could call me up. She knew I'd be there. And she knew I'd, I'd do everything I was supposed to do. Was she'd pay me cash, and then I was out, skipping home. But she knows she could always rely on me to be there. Huh. Yeah. I, but I, I don't even know. I saw her dance once in, the, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I was, the thing I found disappointing was she wasn't signing off. She was just dancing. I was like, "Oh, uh, interesting! That's so unusual for her." This was like recent. I want to say it oh. was, you know, like within the last. I want to guess say three years ago, maybe four years ago. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, so it might have been safety thing, you know. Yeah. So they might have done that for safety reasons. Yeah. yeah. All right, Charles. Thanks a lot. And uh, Love Emergency is a great, great movie. And uh, as Christy Canyon's last movie, mm-hmm. non-sex role, but anyway, it was, it was so cool to see her back on the screen again as a patient and that's the thing i almost love the non-sex roles more than the sex roles because you don't have to get naked you don't have to worry about not eating lunch because you don't want to be bloated during your scene you don't you know all that stuff you just can hang out and have fun and that's the thing it's like when we do features like that it's like 90 percent goofing off what is your your you talked about your website what is your website oh with the only fans just onlyfans.com slash club lucky star i also oh, have a fan center so you don't have a www I don't. You know why? Because that's like, 
not a thing anymore. Back when the porn stars used to have to buy their domain name and buy all that stuff and then pay someone to update it, that was a lot of money. And that's why I didn't have a website back then. But then the director, Miles Long, says, hey, why don't you uh, shoot for me? We'll shoot some content. And then you can OnlyFans. And of course, at the time, I was like, what's that? And then she's like, okay, I don't have to get a domain name or anything. I could just open a, a page, just like any profile, and then just start posting stuff. And right. I'm just like, nobody pays for porn anymore. No one's going to subscribe. And then it just like took off, nice. which is great. I mean, because I already had a platform that already had a large audience. That's why it did so well. Are, are you doing Cameo too? Cameo uh, in what? Uh, it's, it's called Cameo.com. Uh, I've, can, oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, Cameo.com. Yeah. A lot of adult stars are on it. Uh, Ginger, Christy, Evan Stone, uh, Stormy, Ron was on it. Ron... Ron charged 150 bucks, and I remember in one he played the harmonica for 15 seconds, mm-hmm. and then for 30 seconds he's talking to some lady, and then he says, "Oh, and happy birthday." Oh, jeez, that sounds like Ron. Yeah, he just kind of is like like in his own world now. Yeah. Well, he is. So yeah, hey, Aaron, we're gonna swing it back down to uh, Florida and talk to Aaron one more time before we go. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Aaron. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, good, good. Um, not real well, I guess this could be, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I remember when Lucky was talking about how she really enjoyed the, uh, the predecessors, you know, to her succession into entertainment, and I know that we were talking about, like, the male performers, but as far as the golden age of porn, I'm not exactly sure what your knowledge is of that, Lucky, but, um, was there any certain type of, was there any uh, performer, either, you know, female or male, back, you know, within the golden age up into, say, like, I don't know, maybe, you know, ending around like 86, 87, that you would have wanted to have worked with if you would have began in the uh, industry back during that time? That's that's funny you should say that, because well, um, probably my idol growing up, because I only let's say started watching it in the early 80s and then um my favorite performer was ginger lynn and then when i was on her radio show i just like shut up until she let me speak and i'm like i don't think you understand you basically like taught me how to have sex you you i don't think you get it and now she's like like i've shot her website a bunch of times or total buddies i could just call her up at any time and then there's so many times where i'm just like this is fucking ginger lynn and and that's the thing i was like that with mika tan i was like that with ginger lynn and there was a time when i was a kid and i do mean kid that i couldn't watch a movie unless it was a ginger lynn movie and when i met her i was like she's something man she's she's really and she went well into like when i was still in the industry and um yeah she i she told me exactly when she retired and why she retired she just says it's just not the way it used to be and a lot of performers say that saying it's not as good as it used to be the money's not as good the scenes are as good the the work isn't as much and and um yeah it's it's just not like it used to be and definitely now because everything's sort of veering over to those fan sites and not actual movies anymore and that's what i wish that would happen more that's what i like that's what I want to do. So if I don't do it in adult movies, I'll do my damnedest to try to do mainstream. I don't care if it's non-union. I don't care if it's, 
you know, whatever, but it's, it's what I want to do and I'm still trying to do it. Well, I know, I know you were, to, you know, just talking about Ginger Lynn. Uh, my biggest connection to Ginger Lynn is I've been lucky enough through um, not just social media, but also by mail uh, and uh, private message. I've been able to form a, a pretty good friendship with Raven Touchstone. And Raven Touchstone was the one who wrote a mm. lot of uh, screenplays for Ginger Lynn uh, when Raven was just uh, starting in the business. So a lot of that you can also credit to uh, Raven Touchstone's uh, screenplays that she did do for Ginger. Yeah. And uh, Raven is also in the AVN Hall of Fame along with. Wait, I, I didn't hear that last part. Oh, oh. sorry. And, uh, and uh, Raven Touchstone is also in the AVN Hall of Fame along with Ginger. Oh wow! Wow, I don't I don't know Raven, but that that's interesting to know because. Uh, well, yeah, she was Ginger's at uh, my girl. She was at uh, the Jim uh, South event. Uh, let me. Oh, she was. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I wanted to get to know like more people. Like like who are you? And I was blown away when I saw. I hate to say this, the kid from uh, a, a Christmas Story. Oh yeah, that works. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm just like you look familiar, and I'm just like. Did did were you there when I was here? And I'm just like, are you a performer? He's like, no, no, no. I, I just answered phones. And of course, I'm thinking, no, this is the kid from A Christmas Story. <laughs> I just wanted to see see him just to talk to him. So yeah. Yeah, he came. To, uh, he was in Iowa or in Minnesota a couple weeks ago. I helped him out on a project. Oh wow, wow. Scotty and I, we've been friends for almost ten years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Elvis outfit. Uh, I see it. Yeah, and then um... I and I thing is, I don't think there was enough time for me to just go up to everyone and pick them apart with their life story because no, I wasn't, wasn't in really good company. Like, yeah, I mean, that was the thing about it was there were so many people there. Mm -hmm. I find another. Uh, I've got a picture of uh, uh, Raven. Because they had they had an AVN photographer there, mm -hmm. but I I hired my own, and so I had my own photographer there. So you take a bunch of pictures of me and people. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, because I thought well, Wait, uh, Zach sent me a, a message. Is okay if I answer the question? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it says where did the, the name Lucky Star come from? Um, when I was in Chicago and I lost my uh, job. I, I was a, rece a receptionist at a talent agency, and now everyone that was representing that talent agency now are big stars. But this is when they were in Chicago and still struggling and, and was second city and stuff like that. But um, I was fired from that job, and I started stripping. And at the time, I was with my boyfriend, and we had a dog named Lucky, and it was a pit bull and looked like Petey from Little Rascals. I had like a black eye right here and stuff like that. And then when I started... Uh, even though, like, I didn't lose my job yet, but my, then my um, boyfriend at the time started calling me Lucky. And then um, when I lost my job, I started stripping. And when I started stripping, I used the name Lucky as my stage name. And then I added the last name Star when I went into porn, because for some stupid reason, I thought I was being all original by having Star with two R's. And I realized later on, that was like the most common name. And uh, I stuck with it. I knew that once I had to choose a name, I had to stick with it. I hate people that keep changing their names because it just confuses everybody. 
Um, but he also said that, he goes, I know you're not Chinese, but you look a lot like Ming Na Wen, and that you're not the first person to say that. A bunch of people have said that. And I even did a split screen once, and I'm like, why don't they make a porn parody of The Mandalorian so I can be Fennec Shand in that? <laughs> here's, uh, here's Penny or uh, uh, Raven. Oh. Yeah, Raven. Raven. Raven Tuscan. Okay. And then right on. Naked John, who's always, well, I'm surprised he didn't show up naked. But, uh, <laughs> well, who's that? I don't know who that is. Uh, he, he went by Alan Adrian uh, okay. back in the day. John Moser is his name. But, uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I did not know him. Yeah, he was early, early stuff. So, But mm. anyway, that's um, uh, one other thing. What was I going to ask? Um, that must not have been important or it was a lie. So anyway, that was. <laughs> I answered already because I like to talk. <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I talk so much sometimes. Sometimes you're just like, okay, lucky, okay, luck, okay. Shh, shh. So anyway, that's uh, the time we have for tonight. We appreciate Lucky being on. If you're going to give us another song, it's time to do it if you're going to do it. No, this is just me just. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Um, what's the word? Dabbling, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you saw, but I was in Hawaii recently, and whenever yeah, yeah, I go to Hawaii, I come back, and you can't rip this out of my hands. It's like it has to go with me everywhere. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, you stopping by. Thanks to everybody for coming out. Thank Let you. Thanks, guys, for signing on. I hope have you out no, here. If, if I didn't answer your question, just email me or whatever, and I'm sure I can answer it for you there. Okay. Yes. Good luck to you for coming on tonight. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again, and see everybody next week.